You are listening to the Healing Pact Podcast, a place where women of color come to share their stories and their revelations. I'm talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here, we highlight resilience, as well as validate and normalize real emotions and experiences. We push each other to be our best selves, a beacon of hope and an advocate for change. I am your host, Melina Sadler, licensed clinician, mom of one, and a survivor of childhood sexual assault. It is my mission to get women comfortable talking about their trauma, as I believe sharing our stories can encourage others to speak up and be real about our mental health. As women of color, we need to recognize how our identity plays a role in our past suffering. However, it also equips us with everything that we need to push through the hard stuff. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to keep up with all the new releases of new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Be well and be encouraged. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Healing Pack podcast. This is your host, Melina Sadler, licensed mental health counselor in the states of New York and Connecticut. And I'm coming to you with another episode this week. Um, I apologize for not having an episode last week, but as I stated in my last episode, um, my life has been pretty much a whirlwind with the news that we got regarding my mom. So <clears throat> I am actually titling this episode Dear Diary because I just want to talk a little bit about how I've been feeling and, you know, talking about like pushing through the hard times, you know, the last two weeks, I feel like I've been truly learning more about what it means. And, you know, I definitely try to put into practice the things that I talk about and not just simply just state them because I'm a therapist, but I do practice what I preach. And through doing that, I definitely learn more about myself and the people around me. And one thing that I've definitely learned um, is boundaries have been really, really important. And I realize more and more that people don't always respond well to you having boundaries, especially if they are used to you not having boundaries. The minute you put them up, it's like the end of the world and sometimes you can feel guilty and sometimes you may come across people who have attitudes because of this or um, they just project onto you. And I think it's really important for everyone to you know, know who they are, know where they stand in life, and what they will and will not tolerate. And for that, I think it's worth stating out loud, because it is easier said than it is done. And it takes practice, it will never be perfect. But just making sure that you're putting those boundaries in place, that you're being very clear about what you will and will not do, what you can and cannot do, what you have the capacity for and what you don't, is really, really important. And I've been struggling with that just a little bit just because, you know, a lot of people have been calling and checking in and I know they mean well, but it is disruptive, you know, to my life is disruptive to my family's lives because we all want to be present. And unfortunately, when it comes to getting a ton of phone calls and updates, it essentially forces us to think about 
the negative experience that we're having all day. And sometimes it's just not healthy for our mental health. And we understand that everybody just wants to be in the know because they care and they mean well. But I think sometimes people forget that constantly checking in like that can also be disruptive and essentially hurtful for those that are in the crisis or those who are currently experiencing that thing. And I've been giving myself a lot of grace and I've been giving myself a lot of room to be me, you know, whether that means do nothing all day or, you know, put my phone and do not disturb or tell people, you know, you have to text me, don't call me, don't leave me voice messages. When I have an update, I will let you know. And I'm very appreciative for those that have reached out, um, for those that have sent prayers, for those that have sent money or food to help out with my mom. But um, just want to make sure everybody remembers to sometimes put yourself in the shoes of others and think about what type of support you would want in that moment. And if you're unsure, you can always ask, how can I best support you? What do you feel like you need? What can I do? You know, whether it's helping you clean, um, buying supplies that maybe somebody would need, things like that tend to be more helpful than to constantly reach out all the time and, you know, check in for something because it benefits you. Sometimes people are not thinking about the other people and I understand that that's human nature, but I just want everybody to be cognizant about that and the impact that it can have on those that are going through the situation. Um, Things have been rough, but overall, I do think things are hopefully heading in in the right direction and we're getting some movement with things, Um, a lot of running around. And, you know, I think one thing that has been bothering me the most is today is the passing of, well, it's the anniversary of the passing of my grandmother, which was a very pivotal point for me in in my life because it took me a very long time to bounce back from that. I was very depressed after that, and it forced me to seek help to get my own therapist and to work through that grief because it lasted years. And one thing that I found interesting um, recently is the DSM revisions added um, an update regarding grief. Um, And they called it prolonged grief because grief doesn't have like a a set time frame. You know, when when you lose someone, the impact of it can be extensive. Um, Some people are able to kind of move on from it and process it and move on with their life. And other people just feel extremely stuck. You know, life completely stops for them depending on who you lost and, um, how that impacts you daily. And I really am happy to see that diagnosis there because for a lot of people, that's where issues come from in their life as far as being stagnant. Sometimes they are just really struggling with grief and they don't always notice it. That is kind of like a a domino effect, you know? And um, I think that that's something that I definitely want to explore more Because I feel like the only reason I really got over it to some degree is because I gave birth to my son, you know, around the time of the anniversary. Um, Last year I went out, so I wasn't even thinking about it. But to know that my mom is this sick um, and, and potentially on her deathbed, 
around the same time has caused me a, a tremendous amount of anxiety um, and just kind of wanting to get through the day sometimes because, you know, I'm very big on numbers and symbolism and I'm just hoping that, you know, the worst case scenario doesn't happen, but at the same time, accepting that that is part of the reality of the situation and all we can do is essentially hope for the best and go from there. And I think that that's brought me a lot of peace is to accept that this has happened, to not focus so much on the why this happened and how it happened and why her and what do we do. I'm very much solution focused. So I take a moment sometimes to process that something has occurred. And then from there, I'm immediately thinking, what do we do next? And a lot of people that are calling are very much stuck on the whys and the hows. And that can be difficult because I don't want to go back there. And that's where the boundaries come in because I do have to sometimes say, listen, this is where we're at. You know, we're not going back to months before. We're not going back to yesterday. This is where we are right now. And this is what we hope to be able to do. And just really encouraging people to rally around that and to be positive to not worry so much about the should have the would haves and the could haves but to be positive and to do what we need to do and to be supportive and you know to to check in and see what's okay that's the best way that you can send support is to check in see what's okay and to just go from there so i'm going to actually keep the episodes short this week But I just wanted to remind everyone to keep your boundaries in place whenever you're going through something. Remember that you are not obligated to be available to anybody. It's really on your terms. And definitely do what you need to do to feel loved and supported when you're going through the things that you're going through. But don't be afraid to tell people that something's not working for you either. Let people know that you don't have the capacity, the energy, or the availability to do maybe what they need you to do. You know, maybe something that's benefiting them and not you. So with that being said, I hope you all have a great rest of your week. And definitely keep my family in your prayers and your thoughts if you're religious or spiritual. And I will see you all next week. Um, Next month is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, so the next few episodes would be focused on that trauma and healing so definitely want to put a disclaimer out there i know that sometimes those types of episodes can be very difficult um so definitely just brace yourself and i will see you all next time